Morning to each and every one of y'all today. This is TNT Sports Podcast with Terrence Bennett. Uh, first off, I want to start by thanking Cam Joe from New Orleans Saints for shouting me out. As you heard in the um, beginning of the intro, as well as New, one, New Orleans rapper D1 for shouting me out, shouting the podcast out. Uh, but anyway, again, this is TNT Sports Podcast episode number 23. I have a special guest with me by the um, by the name of Tony Cobb, sports agent, my guy of Friendship Sports. Um, I appreciate you taking time out your busy schedule to join me on my podcast today. Oh, uh, no problem, brother, man. I definitely appreciate the opportunity, man. And uh, we've been friends for a long time, man. Going back to our age, uh, college days, Alabama State University. So, you know, I, I truly appreciate the opportunity just to be on here with your podcast. And uh, definitely show support. Cool, cool, cool. Good old ASU days, man. You never like it. Uh, yeah, so, Tony, man, can you tell them a view about yourself, man? Let them know a little bit about you. Uh, well, a little bit about myself. Uh, Tony Cobb. Uh, Originally from Bacon, Georgia. Um, was born in Bamberg, Germany, though, growing up. But I ended up growing up in a small town called Bacon, Georgia. I uh, came to Alabama State University when I was 18 years old. Uh, ran track there for a few years and then got involved in the Student Government Association. Uh, while doing that, I was able to uh, be elected as the SCA treasurer. And then later on, doing some internships uh, with uh, my mentor, uh, who's the new president at ASU now, Senator Quentin Ross uh, Jr. Uh, I ended up getting involved in those uh, things involved in politics and working down in the Alabama legislature for a little while. And uh, with that opportunity, I was able to be uh, a few people um, and I always had uh, aspirations to get into sports, um, you know, growing up, running track or whatever. Uh, I was able to. Uh, get an internship uh, with Harper's Hopeful One, uh, a woman Harper, who uh, former New Orleans Saints yeah. uh, football player. I was able to work with his foundation for a few years as an intern, and then later again, getting on with his foundation as a marketing consultant. So um, you know, that's how I really kind of got in. And once I did that, I uh, certified by the uh, NBA uh, to be a contract advisor. And uh, I'm currently now a certified contract advisor with the CFL. You know, we have a couple guys over there playing ball. So, you know, we, we, we're trying to build our, our, our brand, our principal sports entertainment group. Uh, we specialize in contract negotiations, uh, PR, PR work, uh, anything off the field, anything to help a client, uh, building that brand off the field, we, uh, we do it. So, 
Uh, that's a little bit about myself. You know, like I said, I definitely appreciate the opportunity to be on your show. Oh, no problem, man. No problem. Glad to have you. All right, speaking of Friendship Sports, Tony, we know you CEO of that. Explain to my viewers, like, what is Friendship Sports? What's the, how you come, how did you come up with the concept? Uh, what made me come up with the concept is that, man, uh, I really truly believe in, uh, in, in that, you know, in this world, you got to have a friend. Um, you, know, you got to have somebody to talk to about any and everything. And uh, there's no one in this world who doesn't have a friend. And uh, Friendship Sports uh, came along because most of the guys that I ever worked with, uh, we literally are friends, uh, good friends. I uh, talk on a regular basis, and and that's how I came up with the name Friendship Sports. And of course, we uh we do anything with entertainers as well. We are uh, uh, one of our guys, uh, comedian Steve Brown, uh, good guy from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Yeah. And uh, you know, we just we just build our friendships, man. Our, our motto is building friendships through representation. So uh, that's how I came up with the concept about uh, you know, the company or whatever. And, it's been doing well for the last three, three, going on four years now. Going on four years, so we're excited about everything and what we, what we have to offer. All right, yeah, I see you making major moves with Friendship Sports, man. Uh, now we went to Alabama State together, um, so I got a question: Was it, was this always a dream of yours? Uh, when you walking around Alabama State as a student, was it something like something that you thought about ever doing? Yeah, I mean, you know, um, I, I had a mentor uh, by the name of Mark Steve also one of my fraternity brothers as well um just just meeting him uh while in college you know i i uh, i gained the knowledge and everything about the sports industry he's a, a business manager for shaquille o'neal i had the opportunity to, uh, to do some internship work with him as well and after doing that i knew that was something that i wanted to get into um it's definitely a tough business uh to get in, into you know uh, building the relationships and you know just trying to because everybody's out there trying to you know get in and get close with the athletes nowadays so it's a tough industry to get in but i, I realized that you know my skill set and my hard work and dedication to to giving clients the best service possible is something that i do and, and i've been successful so far so just looking forward to getting better and building the company cool cool and um can you name a few of your clients just, just a few uh, of them? Well, a few of my clients, um, uh, former, former, I do want to say former Harper. Yeah, who that? Uh, he came with Friendship Sports, uh, probably in 2014. Um, we've done a lot of the things for his foundation, helping him stuff off the field, uh, also in Charlotte as well. Uh, Stephen Brown, um, my guy Brian Turner, uh, this is Ryan. Yeah. And uh, we also been friends of uh, working with, you know, trying to work with a few uh, college coaches as well. So uh, we're excited and uh, we look forward to, like I said, building relationships with more guys um, and, and all the, you know, uh, NFL, basketball, uh, NFL, NBA, uh, CFL, international players. We're looking to do anything that we can do to help help you understand their brand. Cool, cool. All right, so next up, man. You know, I know Desmond Willis from Top Rated. I did an interview with him as well. Um, me and him real cool. Uh, so I know you was in Montgomery doing a count with him for the kids in Montgomery, uh, Alabama, on Top Rated Speed and Performance Training, Desmond Willis, yeah. of course. And also, I know you had a kid school drive as well. What is that experience like being able to give back to the kids? Yeah, well, uh, this past summer, I was able to do um, a community service event uh, with, with my company, uh, 
we did a uh, a kids drive, uh, giving back a school supplies for the kids during the summer. Uh, we and we actually were able to give away uh, school supplies to over 250 kids in Montgomery, Alabama. Um, and you know that that was that meant a lot to me. We had all these media outlets come out and, and support the event, and it was a major success. You know, I, I truly believe in you know if God is. It's giving me blessings. I definitely want to give blessings back out. So we look forward to doing that every year um, in Montgomery and also expanding, um, you know, to other other places as well. So you know, that's the goal. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. All right. What are some responsibilities of running your own company? Uh, some responsibilities of uh, running your own company right now is we're a real small business. So it's only me and uh, a good good friend of mine, Cliff Robinson. He's my lead consultant. And basically, uh, you know, just making sure that you, you do a good job because, you know, there's so many other companies out here, they have the manpower to be able to take care of, you know, 50, 60 players. And that's the, that's the goal to be able to do that one day. But really just making sure that each client gets the, the most attention as possible, uh, making making all guys feel as if they're, they're your only guy, you know. And in this, in this business, when guys feel that they are taken care of, you know, great things come out of that. Um, and there's no, no bad things that come out of that when you're making sure your guys are taken care of. All right, cool, cool. And um, how was how was the process for you to be part of the Canadian Football League Players Association? What was that, what was that process like? Uh, well, to be certified with the CFL, you have to take an uh, exam. Uh, so... It's a pretty, pretty nice, you know, good exam. You just have to take a, um, about contracts, uh, understanding the different things that go on with contracts, um, you know. So you have to study for a little bit and do those things. And once you do that, you take the test, pay your uh, your annual uh, agent fees, and then, then you're registered. But not only doing that, you also have to register in, in various states that you plan on uh, trying to recruit Athletes, athletes, um, we're trying to go to the next level. So, um, it's it's a nice little process. However, anyone that's interested in it, it's not it's not something that you can't achieve. All right. Um. So, what do you see friendship sports like in, oh, say, five years? Five years, I, I would like to see us um, represent some of the top big names, um, you know, in, in sports. Uh, like I said, with anything off the field, uh, nonprofit development, help start foundations. Uh, helping them bring awareness to anything that they, you know, that they feel is uh, something that they want to give back to. You know, I, I look at examples like uh, bringing awareness to, uh, you know, breast cancer awareness, uh, bringing uh, awareness to, uh, you know, hurricane victims with the recent storms that have, have come through uh, the South and, and things like that, and bringing attention to that and using their like their platforms uh, to help make a difference in the world. So. We, we hope to, to be able to represent some of the top guys in the league. And that's our goal for the next uh, next few years to come is to, to, to represent guys um, and doing good and, and always represent, you know, and represent God as well. All right. Uh, and so let me ask you this. Now, since you deal with a lot of athletes, how do you feel about the protesting going on right now, like in the NFL or wherever? Like, how do you feel about it being a sports uh, agent? I, I feel, I feel personally that you know it's it's a, it's a, it's a tough situation. Um, you know, you know, sports bring everyone together. I mean, I yeah. can think about the times when I uh, played sports and you know being able to play with with, with guys on the team who may have had both parents in the household and 
you know, I grew up in a single parent household, so, you know, that brought us together, you know, you know, and, and, and to see now uh, what's going on in the country with various things, um, you know, 45 same things that, that can be very desperate to people. And, you know, I, I feel that the protest is, is, is a good thing, you know, however, I think I, I really want people to be educated on what they're protesting on, you know. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, it, it's a sensitive subject because, you know, a lot of people say that, you know, they're taking the need that being disrespectful towards the country, which I don't, I don't think that's that's true. Right. You know, I think they're, they're, they're making a stand for something that's, you know, greater than, greater than us, you know, and, and, and it's a situation that... You know, I hope we can finally fix eventually to help, you know, better this country, you know. Yeah, I got you. I, uh... Is there any advice that you would give to anybody that wants to get into the, um, get into being a sports agent? Um, I, I would just say, you know, just be, be patient. You know, everything doesn't come overnight. Um, and just being, just get educated on it, you know. Get some good mentors. I had great mentors. Um, and one thing about great leaders is that they, they come from, uh, all, all spring, uh, they come from people who, who genuinely know how to lead. And when you, when you have great mentors and people to help you along the way, you know, that, that helps you be able to be successful. And you have to understand that you can never do anything about, by yourself. So just getting great mentors, getting good people to, to get advice from and be able to share your dreams and, and goals and they be able to say well you know what that's achievable you know let's take this route let's take that route to make it achievable so you know i, I would definitely say just being able to get with people who can be able to genuinely help you um and that's and that's how you be successful okay now i know you're a member of omega sci-fi fraternity incorporated um alabama yes, state chapter uh, you're my brother my older brother in the same chapter yes, um, sir. as far as reaching out to your fraternity brothers in the National Football League or Canadian Football League, how many of those you work with, fraternity brother-wise? Um, fraternity brother-wise, I have a great relationship with Malcolm Ingram uh, from the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, me and Malcolm have been friends since uh, we both were undergrad in college. Uh, Malcolm went to Ohio State. Uh, great friend of mine. I talk to him on a, uh, you know, on a, every every month, basically, whatever. I know it's season time for him, so he's pretty busy, but we take uh, time to time, and you know, he's a guy that's definitely um, forcing his, uh, using his platform and using his um, position to, to talk about what's going on with the country as well. So, and it, it's several of them. You have Mario Anderson that played for the Carolina Panthers. That was a great relationship with him. Uh, he went to Troy University. Um, you know, I, I, it's, it's several other guys, you know, that I can, I can mention. Steve McKillen from uh, the New York Jets. Uh, he's at the top of the Troy University. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the this can go on, but, you know, definitely uh, have a great relationship with the Turner brothers that are in the league. And, you know, that kind of helped me get into what I'm doing now is that relationship with Turner wise and it building over to, to being successful with pressure sports. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, so you, you have any shout-outs, Tony, man, uh, like your website, social media platform? Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely want to give, um, you know, my, my Twitter is uh, – Twitter is TC Mr. President, uh, Instagram at TC Mr. President. Uh, you can check out our website, www.friendshipsportsgroup.com. Uh, again, that's uh, www.friendshipsportsgroup.com. Uh, you can check out anything um, that you want to about the company. We have everything on there. 
Uh, we have a contact page. You need to reach out about sickle services that we provide. Uh, we have a list of our clients on there. We have a list of just um, our, 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 our gallery of pictures that we have. Um, we've been overseas. Uh, the calendar for the NBA All-Star Weekend, working with uh, Kill O'Neal, uh, Snoop Dogg. So we got great things on the website. Definitely want everybody to go check that out. Definitely excited about it. And um, that, that's pretty much it. Definitely want to give a shout-out to uh, you know, Alabama State. Uh, uh, uh The Hornets, the Hornet Nation. Definitely want to give a shout-out to them. Um, I'm a George Bulldog fan, too, so definitely want to give a shout-out to the George Bulldog. He's kind of hot right now, so... <laughs> Excited about to see what George is gonna do this year, and you know, that's it, man. Yeah, and uh, everybody know me and Tony go way back to album State days, man. So I appreciate you for um, motivating me, shouting me out, and all that good stuff as well, man. Uh, no, no, no problem, Terrence, man. You're definitely doing great things, man. You know, I, you're definitely in the city that that is excited about football. as well, man. especially Florida, Florida Saints, man. Oh yeah, man. You know, I had I had some good times down there when when my guy Walton was playing for him. And, you know, it's, it's a city that, that drives off football. And uh, to see you go down there, man, and be able to do your thing and get connected with, you know, Cam and, and all those great guys that play, you know, Drew and all those guys, man, that's, that's amazing, though. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. New Orleans is a great city, man. It's my third year being here. Man, but we definitely got to link up and do something, man. Oh, yeah, most definitely, man. Anytime, man. Look, uh, you know why I'm at. You know how to get in contact with me. I look forward to brother building, building our, our relationship to another level and, and even doing some things to help the community. Cool, cool, cool. So, again, thanks to my, my guy Tony, man, uh, longtime friend, for joining me on the podcast, man. I appreciate it again, bro. Oh, no problem, brother. Wish you the best, man. All right, man. All right, we're finna get into the New Orleans Saints, so we're finna take a quick break. This is TNT Sports Podcast, episode number 23. Good morning. You are now tuned into TNT Sports Podcast with Terrence Bennett. Sports all day, every day. Bring it in now. Let's get it. Get it. Talk about the New Orleans Saints, you know. I'm an Alabama-born guy, but I live in New Orleans now, so got to rep the Saints always. Always been a fan. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into it, man. As you hear, I got BG in the background. Uh, free BG, New Orleans native, man. Loving music. But anyway, New Orleans Saints, who that? Now, New Orleans Saints running back Adrian Peterson suffered a tweet knee during Wednesday's practice, according to the EM Report, rapper of the NFL Network. Now, rapper points out that Peterson absence from Thursday's practice could be a combination of two of a tweak knee and the veteran's rest day. Peterson, who signed a free agent deal with the Saints in April after spending 10 seasons with the Minnesota Vikings, has a history of dealing with his knee. Uh, that was one thing I was afraid of when we got him, that he would get injured, but uh, I feel like the Saints ain't kind of using him right, but we'll see what happened with that. But the 11-year Pro Bowl, Pro Bowler suffered a torn uh, miffness, I can't think I said that right, 2016, and play in just three games. 
Peterson also suffered a torn ACL and MCL in 2011, but returned in 2012 for to rush for 2,027 yards and 12 touchdowns in route to being named the league's most valuable player. Through three games of the 2017 season, Peterson had rushed uh, for 77 yards on 23 carries as part of the Saints running back rotation with Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. Uh, the Saints will uh, um, issue the complete injury report later Thursday afternoon. That was recent. Uh, next up, Saints wide receiver Willie Sneed Willie set to return on sun Sunday against the Miami Dolphins, which was in London, um, but, was um, but his role was unclear. Wide receiver Willie Sneed absence from three games after a DUI arrest during the offseason in which he did make a trip make the trip to London. Um, with Sneed being absent, it was definitely a noticeable setback for the New Orleans Saints offense, particularly in the opening three games when the team converted a, com a combined 8 of 23 on third downs. The Saints are surely excited to have Sneed back as his 1,879 receiving yards. The past two seasons indicate how much he could contribute, but there's no guarantee that Sneed will immediately return to an every down roll. So next up, the Saints placed John Kuhn on injury reserve. Kuhn suffered a torn bicep during practice and required surgery. According to a source uh, familiar with the situation, the upcoming procedure and recovery time frame consigned Kuhn is done. Consider Kuhn is done for the season, the sources say. The Saints, is the Saints currently don't have another fullback on the roster heading to Sunday's game in Miami against Miami Dolphins in London. And while in London, the Arsenal, the soccer team, hosted a few of the Saints players that wanted their games. So that was a note. that was all I had for the Saints today. Uh, who that? Uh, keep it moving, man. Um, like I said, the Saints started off kind of rough, man, but they, I believe they're going to finish strong, man. We're going to see what's going to happen with the Saints. So I'm always going to say who that. Um, I'm gonna rock with them, man. I'm gonna um, keep rocking my Saints. <laughs> but who that, man? That's the end of the Saints show. But we're gonna take another break on uh, this TNT Sports Podcast episode 23. Good morning. You are now tuned into TNT Sports Podcast with Terrence Benjamin. Sports all day, every day. Bring it in now. Let's get it. Get it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into the Terrence Quick Facts. So we're going to go ahead and get into it. Now, Sports Illustrated put out the cover on, for the October issue called Nation Divided Sports United. And the cover features guys like Aaron Rodgers, Jaguars owner, Shai Khan, my homie New Orleans Saints defense saying Cam, Cam Jordan, Candace Parker, Steph Curry, Steve Kerr, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, Michael Bennett, LeBron James, now, it's a lot of people upset about Colin Kaepernick not being on the cover as well because he started the movement, but, you know, and I feel the same way, and I, I feel that he should have been on the cover as well. It would have made sense to me, but, um, anyway, moving on. Next, Pennsylvania Fire Chief called still his head coach Mike Tomlin a uh, no good, uh, you know, the N-word, <laughs> over NFL protests. Uh, so you can read up on that as well. Cause, you know he held his team back um, in the locker room. Well, he didn't hold them. They always stayed in the locker room. I think one player came out the offensive lineman that I talked about last week he was the only one that came out through the tunnel and um, uh, listed the national anthem. Stand up. Everybody else stayed in the back with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So they they talked about Mike Tomlin for that now. 
Um, he gave them the option. Everybody's free to do what they want to do. And next up, Devil Bronco Von Miller loses Ford endorsement after kneeling during the national anthem. All right, next up, Philadelphia Eagles Carson Wentz said he will give Jake Elliott his game check if he drilled the game-winning 61-yard field goal. And ladies and gentlemen, he did make it. So real quick, we're going to listen in on Carson Wentz and what that moment was like. So let's listen in. It's TNT Sports Podcast, episode number 23. Good morning. This guy's a superhero if he makes it. give him my paycheck. I'll give him my game check. I'll give him my game check. He makes it. Sure we cover. Come on, Elliot. Come on, big four. on back um now as you heard he nailed the field goal so Carson gotta pay up <laughs> um but anyway we're gonna move on now Houston Rockets quarterback rookie quarterback Deshaun Watson gives his first game check to uh you know Houston was affected by Hurricane Harvest so it's three members that worked in the cafeteria that was affected by the hurricane so he gave his first game check to him he walked it over to him I posted a video on my social media you can go check it out but I'm gonna let y'all listen in on that as well, why he did it and um, all the reasons he did it. So let's check in on that. This is TNT Sports Podcast, episode number 23. Good morning. Uh, for the cafeteria ladies, that's been helpful for all of us. So it's gonna be cool. every day and never complain i really appreciate y'all so i wanted to give my first game check to y'all to help y'all out some type of way so uh here you guys go no problem yeah thank you so much thank you so much thank you thank you guys i appreciate y'all no problem all right that was houston texans rookie quarterback deshaun watson Oh, there, was, there was a little clip of him giving back, giving his first game check to his three cafeteria workers that work at their, uh, their stadium. Because uh, they, they dealt with the Hurricane Harvest situation. They lost a lot of, they lost pretty much everything, so he gave their check to help them out. But moving on, Dwayne Wade will reunite, reunite back with the king, LeBron James, in Cleveland with the Cavaliers. He signed a one-year, $2.3 million deal, so that's going to be exciting to see. Uh, I posted a flashback video of them when they were in Miami. Man, it's gonna be excited. I can't wait to see this, man. It's gonna be great, man. Um, I know, I know LeBron happy, man. Honestly, man, I think the team that he got now was better than Miami. So them two coming together with the Cavs, it's gonna be pretty early. I feel, man. So I think Golden State will have some up on them this year. That's just my belief. I got my own opinion. <laughs> but anyway, man, moving on. Big ups to the 97 year old grandfather who was a World War II vet and Missouri farmer who wanted to join 
with uh, joined with everybody and took a, who took a knee, and he stated those kids have every right to protest. And his pick went viral, so my picture, that picture is also on my social media page as well. It went viral. Like guys like Ti uh, commented about it, different rappers, different athletes. So salute to him, man, for really knowing what the protest is for. Uh, also, during the past couple of days, NBA hosted media days, so check out my social media page as well. Uh, to see the media media day activities. Uh, last but not least, uh, J.R. Smith says his teammate LeBron James is a jerk. So I got a clip, another clip. You've been listening to why J.R. Smith says his Cav- his Cavaliers teammate LeBron James, the King, is a jerk. So let's listen in again. This TNT Sports Podcast, episode number twenty-three. Good morning. J.R. Smith talking about LeBron James, how he's a jerk and how it is. So I thought that was fun. I thought I would post that. But uh, I do have more uh, attached quick facts for you. I thought that was the last one, but it's not. Um, anyway, moving on. Miami Dolphins safety Michael Thomas gets emotional when speaking about Trump, calling him a SOB. So I got a clip of that as well. I got a lot of clips this episode. So we can just listen in on that clip really, really quick. So again, let's listen in on that. Let's check out and listen to that. I'm going to tell you my first thoughts, but. Uh... It's, it, it just amazes me with everything else that's going on in this world, especially involving the U.S. That's what you're concerned about, my man. You're the, you, you're the leader of the free world. That's what, you, that's what you're talking about. So, it, <laughs> as a man, as a father, as an African-American man, as a, somebody in the NFL, as one of those sons of bitches, you know, like, yeah, I took it personally. But at the same time, like I said in my Twitter post, it's bigger than me, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's bigger than me. I got a daughter. You don't have to live in this world. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do to make sure. You know, she can look at my dad, look at her dad, and be like, "Hey, you did something. Try to make a change." You feel me? Again, that was Miami Dolphins safety Michael Cummings when he got emotional when when speaking about Trump calling him an SOB. Uh, but moving on, and some of the Louisiana high schools are punishing students, athletes who protest. So they said to punish whoever protests is what athletes, but like I said, I feel like everybody, everybody has the freedom to do what they want to do, but so I know it's going to be a big thing, man, going on with the parents and all that stuff, so I'll keep y'all in tune with all that, man, let y'all know what's going on with that, man, it'll be on my social media and all that good stuff. Uh, next up, New Orleans Pelicans, Boogie Cousin, DeMarcus Boogie Cousin heads back to his hometown of Mobile, Alabama, and has a block party for the kids and the community, and he brought Guests like teammate Anthony Davis from the Pelicans, Washington Wizards star John Wall, and uh, Miami rapper Rick Ross uh, went through and he performed. And more, more so, go to my social media page. 
Uh, check out the video I put up with him in Mobile, man. He had a block party for the kids and the, um, uh, the citizens of Mobile. So he always trying to give back. So definitely salute to him, man, and take flight for the New Orleans Pelicans, man. They're coming hard this season with the additional Rondo. Uh, but anyway, man, it has came to the end of the show. Uh, TNT, TNT, TNT Sports Podcast, episode number 23. Uh, it's came to an end. Again, I want to thank my guy Tony Cobb for coming through, showing me some love, man. Um, being on the podcast and all that good stuff. Uh, my social media platforms, my Instagram is Mr. Underscore T Underscore ENT Underscore Sports. Uh, my Gmail, if you want to reach out to me, is TNT Sports 14 at gmail.com. My Twitter is at T Underscore ENT Sports. My Facebook course, my Facebook page is T Hyphen ENT Sports. Uh, like I said, again, thanks to Cam Drum for the shout out, man. New Orleans Saints defense and end. At the beginning of the show, New Orleans rapper D1, man. Y'all check him out. His album coming out soon, man. RCA recording artist. Uh, man, we trying to start this movement, man. Definitely big shout out to Friendship Sports again. Uh, big shout out to everybody. Uh, I got the wristbands still. If y'all want to get the wristbands, holler at me. I still got the wristbands. Got the cup, got the pins, got the stress footballs, man. Holler at me. Um, enjoying this football season still, man. But anyway, man, we're at the end of the show. I'm going to let y'all go, man. I held y'all long enough. But last but not least, I'm gonna end the show. I'm going to end the show with one of my favorite uh, shows, Fox Sports One Undisputed. Shannon Sharp uh, speaking his piece about the NFL protest. So we gonna listen in today. I'm gonna end the show with that today. Probably like seven minutes long, but like I said, it's one of my favorite shows. Man, everybody know me know it's my favorite show. Me and my brother's favorite show. Shannon the man, man. He always speak his truth and hold nothing back. He went in on Ray Lewis, of course. You know Ray Lewis was on two needed. He was the one that was saying that he went. You don't know, you know need for nothing because his, he had people that fought for this country and all that, but he missed the whole concept of it. So Shannon Sharp went in on him, and he break down the real reasons why people protesting and all that stuff. So we go listening to that, man. This is T-E-N-T Sports Podcast, episode number 23. Salute. Good morning. Y'all have a good Monday. Appreciate y'all. Let's listen in. Holla at me. See y'all episode 24. Salute again.
And now they seem to be shocked. Every author that's written a book about President Trump and they started writing books about him in the 1980s, they say he is exactly today as he was then. So that is all I want to say about him. Skill. Now what has happened, because what he said in Alabama, play into it, you know what happens in Alabama, Skip. There's something that's going on in America right now that's more valuable than Google and Apple stock. It's more valuable than gold and Bitcoin. It's called race. It's very valuable. And President Trump, he understands that. But Skip, now I'm unimpressed because this wasn't a protest. This was unity. So what are we showing solidarity against, Skip? We're showing solidarity because President Trump, he challenged the very men, wealthy, wealthy men, billionaires, and he told them, what you should do if someone protests, you should fire them. They don't like what being told what to do, Skip. And then, Skip, he called the player that protested the anthem, he called them SOBs. Think about that, now. He called them SOBs. That's what got the owners. That's what got the players to unite. Is that the worst that he's ever said? Absolutely not. Never called Vladimir Putin an SOB. Never called Erdogan a Turk an SOB. Even those men that walked down the streets in Charlottesville, North in uh, Virginia, Skip, carrying the tiki lights, hollering what they were hollering, inciting violence, he never said SOB. As a matter of fact, Skip, he said there were some good people in that group. What has transpired, Skip, again? Because what, what, were, what were they uniting against? It's almost like they were uniting against Colin Kaepernick's right for free speech. That's not what Colin Kaepernick was talking about. It's almost like they're uniting against we're, you trying to attack us. Because see what happened, Skip, when he was from the bully pulpit, when he was cast looking down upon everybody else, the owners never had a problem with that. It wasn't until he came for the NFL that their conscience was shocked. How dare you tell us what we should do? You think you can tell us that we should fire somebody? Because remember, they said First Amendment. Here we are, 14 months after Colin Kaepernick originally kneeled. And when they ask him, he said, it's not about the flag, it's not about the veterans, it's not about the police. It's about the brutality that unarmed men and women of color are suffering. It's about the injustices. It's about the inequities that's going on in America. That's what he said. And still, we talk about the freedom of speech, and, and all these teams released these statements saying how divisive. Only the Seattle Seahawks touched on what the real issue was. And the problem that I have, Skip, is that these guys, some of them, and I'm very disappointed. And a few I'd like to say, I'm very disappointed in one of my very best friends, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis sat in that chair right there and yep. said that he could never kneel. He could never not stand for the national anthem because so many people died. And he had family members that fight for this country. The opportunity, the, the flag means so much to him. And he kneeled, not on one knee, on both knees. So what were you kneeling for? You kneeled, you showed solidarity because of what President Trump said. And when Colin Kaepernick is trying to draw attention to the un to the injustices going on, you deemed that inappropriate? LaShawn McCoy, you remember what you said about a month ago about Colin Kaepernick? Not only were you not on 
were you kneeling, you were stretching. You were, you, you were even worse than kneeling. The hypocrisy. And that's what I find so ironic about this gift. The very people that said they could never, ever kneel. Some people, I like Tom Brady. Tom Brady said, I'm not going to touch it. For, I prefer you do that. But these, all of a sudden, they, you, you, what are you, I just want to know, what are you unifying against? Are you, are, you show, are you showing unity? Are you showing solidarity against racism or the injustices that's in this country? Or are you showing solidarity against President Trump and what he said? His attack on the very NFL, the shield, because what we know about above all else, those 33, 32 men and the commissioner will protect that NFL shield at all costs against all foreign and domestic. President Trump had to find that out the hard way. They've allowed him to attack so many groups in America. It wasn't until he came for one of 32 and the 1,600 men, and only a handful, only a handful of them, Skip, have ever nailed in, 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 in protest, you know? And he called them an SOB, and that shocked the conscience. Skip, not grabbing the access Hollywood joy. That didn't shock anybody. He offended a gold star, a family that lost a son fighting for this country. He called John McCain a loser because he was captured. John McCain was a POW in Vietnam. He refused to come home until everybody came home. NFL didn't say a word. Nobody locked arms. So what are we, what are we uniting against? What are we standing for now? If that is what it took, what he said, if that was shocked your conscience, if that what chose, uh, uh, made you choose to unite, so be it. But there's a bigger issue, and the issue is the racism and the injustices in America in which Colin Kaepernick took a knee for in the beginning, and only Martellus and, and Michael Bennett and Malcolm Jenkins and a handful still understand what the issues are. You are now tuned into TENT Sports Podcast with Terrence Bennett. Sports all day, every day. Bring it in now. Let's get it. Get it.